Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. You know, when you walk with Jesus, every day can be an adventure. I'm glad to be back with you. Pastor Mitch here on our Victory Church Weekly Podcast. Appreciate you joining in today. You know, life really is uh, what we choose to make it. And uh, I'm, I choose every day to walk with God. I choose every day to see life from His perspective. I choose every day to remember that I am seated with Jesus uh, in heavenly places, the Bible says, which means far above the demonic forces that control the fear, the doubt, the unbelief, the dread, the terror, all that. God has made, it has made and is making a way for his people. He spared not his own son, Romans eight thirty one says, but delivered him up for all of us so that we could freely be given all things. If God be for us, who can be against us? So in all these things, we're more than conquerors. I hope you're having a a day like that today, and you know, feelings don't always sh- uh, show that or tell that, and circumstances don't always show and tell that, but you know what? God's Word never fails us, and God is always, always the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. So, hey, been talking about uh, divine healing for a number of weeks and weeks now, and <clears throat> we've got a little further to go here, because I really want to hone in on on receiving healing by faith in God's Word. God has made healing available for us uh, through the uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus as, as he has made available to us the new birth and the forgiveness of sins. So again, we're talking about that. Let me, I like to recap this going, this is a long series. And as we do that every once in a while, I'll recap and, and just go back over quickly where we've been. Part one of this series and took several weeks to do this. Uh, we talked about healing through spiritual gifts by the sovereignty of God, gifts of healings. And then we also talked about healing by faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. And again, that is by faith. So one, God initiates, God initiates spiritual gifts. We initiate healing by faith. You can always, listen, always receive healing by faith, but you can't always receive healing by gifts of the Spirit. They just don't always manifest. And really, you know, the truth is God wants believers to receive healing by faith in God's Word, exercising their faith in what He said to receive what He promised from them. Part two, we went over three Christian uh, reasons that Christians are sick. Uh, and the three reasons are, number one, lack of knowledge. They don't know that healing is available. Most pastors don't teach on this subject. It's sad to say that's true. Uh, secondly, weak faith. That is, you know it's available, but you don't do anything to develop faith. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, and third, disobedience. You know, we can't have God's best unless we're willing to walk in what he's asking us to do, walk in his will. So so those three reasons, we talked about that in detail. Go back if you haven't heard that. Part three, uh, we took a, a, a few podcasts and talked about seven reasons that you can know that healing is always the will of God for the believer. Uh, God has no sickness in heaven, and he wants us to have on earth 
what we will have in heaven. That is his best. So again, we covered that in part three. Part four was exciting for me. We talked about the healing covenant where the Israelites came out of Egyptian bondage and immediately went to the waters of Marah and and God established a, a healing covenant with his people in Exodus 15, 26, where he revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our physician. Just got to know that all through the scriptures, Old and New Testament, God has made provisions both naturally and spiritually for his people. And God has, has made natural provisions for the healing of our body and for us to be provided for with material things. That's why Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Part five uh, in this series on healing belongs to you is we have discussed healing in the atonement of Christ in great detail. We went over Isaiah 53, which uh, many call it the great redemptive chapter in the Old Testament because every single verse is about the Lord Jesus and his vicarious atonement or his or his uh, his death in our place so that we could be free and uh, in that we find healing and then we went to Leviticus and talked about the day of atonement Leviticus 16 where that scapegoat is really a type and shadow of Jesus and how the scapegoat took our sins uh, or, or the, took the sins of the Israelites in the Old Testament Jesus became our lamb of sacrifice our scapegoat took on his body our sins on the cross and he became our sin who knew no sin Jesus also became our sickness and the same time he bore and carried our sins he bore or carried our sicknesses so we talked about that that was a wonderful teaching if you don't if you don't have that in your heart go back and listen to it over and over and you'll grasp it well part six uh, we went into the weeds and details of how to receive by faith. Faith is now. you got to believe you receive healing by faith when it looks like it's not working, when it feels like it's not working. If you just hang on, you grab a hold of your healing by faith, then sooner or later that healing will manifest. Plant Part 7, and we took a few podcasts. Talk, we talked about planting the seeds of health and healing, uh, understanding how to receive and maintain health, from the Lord spiritually is, is no more difficult to understand than to understand a farmer or a person who has a garden planting seeds, watching over those seeds so they germinate and grow, and then eventually reaping a harvest from those seeds. You do, we have to plant the seeds of health and healing in our life. And we also mentioned the fact that Jesus in his ministry, his pattern was teaching, preaching, then healing. He didn't heal until after he had taught and preached. So the planting of the seed of the word is all important. Psalm 107, 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Today, part eight of this series on healing belongs to you. Uh, we'll start in the beginning stages, but we certainly won't get through. I want to begin talking about healing hindrances. Now, healing is, is the will of God. Healing is available to us as believers. Healing is in, be in the atonement of Christ. And God wants <clears throat> excuse me, his people to walk in divine health. Now, it's important to know that in the light of, uh, of the crazy day we're living in. They're about to... Uh, you know, it looks like they're, they're wanting to put those mandates back on the mask mandates and want everybody to get a shot again. I encourage you not to get 
one of those shots because uh, my, my research search has indicated they have no proof that those shots are safe. And you know what I'm talking about. So don't want to get into the weeds on that right here. But uh, again, I'm talking about hindrances to healing. We've talked about healing being the will of God. There are also things that can hinder God's best. And I want to talk about things that will hinder healing uh, as we find out from God's word, it says will to heal. And as we, we find out that Jesus' sacrifice actually made provision for our health and healing, there are four major categories of healing hindrances. And we're going to cover those. Take a while to do this. Now, the four categories of healing hindrances are, number one, negative emotions. Number two, misuse of the body. Number three, unforgiveness. And then number four, disobedience. Again, four categories of healing hindrances that we're going to cover. Number one, the first one we'll look at is negative emotions. Number two, again, misuse of the body. Number three, unforgiveness. And then number four, disobedience. Let's start with this first one with negative emotions. Much sickness, much disease is as a result of prolonged anger, hatred, fear, worry, and a sense of guilt. Again, we have to deal with negative emotions. Uh, they can be the reason for um, illness that just will not go away. Um, I'm reading here Proverbs 15:30. A cheerful look brings joy to the heart, but good news makes for health. New International Version says, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart, and good news gives help to the bones, so it's a positive attitude that sets a baseline for walking in health. Message paraphrase of Proverbs 15.30 says, A twinkle in the eye means joy in the heart, and good news makes you feel fit as a fiddle. I like that, don't you? Proverbs 14.30, and this is a really interesting passage, and I want to give an illustration. This probably as far as I will get today. Proverbs 14.30 says, A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Now, it, the bones contain marrow, and the bone marrow is where our blood is formed. So the base, the base of our health is in our bones, in the bone marrow. That's the reason it says a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. That is a, 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 a peaceful heart. That is a, the, the internal part of you is not encumbered with doubt and fear and resentment and unforgiveness and all those noxious weeds. And then he, he goes in contrast to that and says, jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Well, that would certainly ruin your health because you can't live without healthy blood. And, and blood, uh, its origin is in the bones. So again, amplified uh, Old Testament of this verse, Proverbs 14.30 says this, a calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and health of the body, but envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness of the bones. So that is so uh, well put. Let me read it again. A calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and health of the body, but envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness in the bones. You know, God wants us, you know, he's, 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 his goal for us as human beings, as believers, created in his image is that we walk through life with the peace of God, with the joy of the Lord on us. 
and that we're calm and undisturbed regardless of what the circumstances are. But he says, envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness of the bones. Again, it hinders health. Message paraphrase of Proverbs 14.30 says, a sound mind makes for a robust body. I like that, don't you? Uh, but runaway emotions corrode the bones. Hmm. Uh, that means we've got to take care. You just can't ignore the relational part of life and, and the mental part of life and not deal with them appropriately and expect to walk in God, the health that Jesus has provided for you. I meant I started to say God's health, the health Jesus provided for you. Proverbs 14, 24, Amplified says this, pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the mind and healing to the body. So I'm going to stop right there. And, and um, again, I want to talk about... Um, negative emotions, what they do. And, and I've got an illustration. This happened to me about 10 and a half years ago. And I've shared this before, but it so bears repeating. It was such a, it really was a, um, an eye opener for me. And here's the issue behind what I'm about to say. Don't internalize emotional pain. Okay. So, so maybe, maybe you, you've had a death, a close death in your world. Maybe it's a spouse, a, a, a somebody you love, or what a friend, a child, or a divorce, or other um, uh, issues where people say and do things that are harmful and hurtful, and they do it for, you know, all kinds of various reasons. But it hurts you emotionally. Don't internalize the emotional pain. It is contraband. It's things that we should not allow in our lives. It will damage your emotions. So. I want to give you an example of that. I, um, I took up uh, uh, bicycling in 2012. I had jogged for about 33 years, believe it or not, and uh, because God spoke to me in my 20s to exercise and keep my body up, and I'll talk about that later. Um, and so I went and bought a really nice road bike eventually and um, all the paraphernalia that goes with it. And we have trails here in Raleigh, and I I ride a bicycle on the trails, and I'll ride, you know, 20, 30. If I have time, even more miles uh, at, at one time, that's an excellent way to get your body in shape, and it's a lot of fun in the process. I say uh, bicycling on this trail I ride on is a, is a cobweb cleaner for the head. <laughs> I guess it just, it just so refreshes you. Uh, we're right by a river. The scenery is beautiful. And, uh, you know, you can, you can really help yourself. So anyway, I was out riding my bike, and this was um, uh, on a Friday in January in 2013. And um, so I was about six and a half miles from home, and there was a brand new bridge they had built on the trail that I ride on. And um, I was actually riding a mountain bike. The first one I bought was a mountain bike. And I was riding it down the trail, and and um, you know as we as I entered the bridge, I, I noticed I was going a little bit fast. I braked, then I had a ninety degree right left turn. When I did that ninety degree turn, my uh, front tire just immediately because it had misted rain that that morning, and immediately just just went out from under me. And there was a connection between the wood part of the bridge that I entered on, and then the other part of the bridge was. Um, was uh, a cement and there was a, a piece of metal that connected the wood to the cement i actually fell right on that metal when i fell to the left on my left arm i heard my arm snap and uh and i mean immediately i was on the ground my helmet hit very hard that's why i wear a helmet when i ride 
and uh, and my, it jarred my whole head, including my mouth and my teeth. So I laid there. I, my arm began to pulse. I could tell uh, I damaged it badly. I couldn't move it. I actually broke my left humerus, which is one of the largest bones in your body. But then also there was grit in my mouth. And I thought, that's really odd. And, and what happened was the, the uh, force of the, uh, of the fall uh, just jarred my teeth together. And, um, and it just broke a, just a, a bare sliver uh, off of one of my what we call eye teeth incisors, I guess, uh, on the right um, on the right top, and um, I, you know I spit out the uh, the debris and you know got got myself up on one arm and anyway went to the hospital. Rest is history and finally overcame that. Well, that was in January. By May, I woke up one day in May uh, with the right side of my mouth. Boy, I was in such pain. And uh, something was wrong with uh, one of my front teeth that, that, that uh, we call them the eye teeth there. And um, I called the dentist and said, can you come and see us, what's going on? Because it, uh, it was really hard to concentrate with the pain. He went in, he said, uh, Pastor Horton, what have you done? He said, you have, uh, the, the root on your tooth is dying. What, what have you done? And I hadn't said anything to anybody about it. And then when I told him, I told him what happened and that when I fell, you know, that day in January, uh, just a few months prior, that I just jarred my teeth together and, and a sliver came off of the bottom tooth, but the top tooth, it didn't affect at all. And that's the one that was, was having such pain with. And he said, Mr. Ornier, what you've done. He said, the, um, when, you, when you fell, he said, when your head hit the bridge and, uh, and that metal plate, and your arm was broken, and you jarred your teeth. Uh, when you jarred your teeth, the, uh, the, the force of pressure of the fall, uh, jarring your teeth together, um, your bottom tooth barely, just a little tiny fleck, you know, popped off the very top of the tooth, really needed no attention at the time. But he said the force of the fall went up into the top tooth right above that bottom tooth. And he said it, it went into the tooth, went into the root. And he said it killed the, it killed, it's killing the root and the root of your, of your tooth is dead. So I had to have the root extracted and all that. So anyway, it was really, really interesting. And then he told me this, he said, uh, he had one of his, his, um, patients, uh, years ago, back maybe 30 years ago was hit in the mouth with a baseball. And, um, and it was just did great trauma to his mouth. Said it didn't affect anything immediately, but eventually over a period of years, he said this person lost all of their teeth from the trauma of the ball hitting them right directly in the mouth. Now, you know, listen, so, so, the, so the illustration there is don't internalize pain. See, my tooth internalized the the jar of the fall, my top tooth did on the right side of my mouth, and it killed the root of that tooth. The bottom tooth, you know, it just kind of flecked off, and and that was it. And uh, you know, and and it didn't affect that tooth at all. And uh, but that top tooth, boy, it killed it killed the root of the tooth. Emotional pain will do the same thing to us. Emotional pain can hinder health. And so all of us need to really pay attention to this. Listen, we're living 
we're, we're living in a, in a time that people are in angst against one another. They're frustrated with each other. They're aggravated with each other. Uh, families and relationships are testy many times. And um, Jesus said in Matthew 24, I think it's verse 12, he said, because, uh, because of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold. Now, you know what he's saying? There's going, to be, there's going to be relational trauma that produces emotional pain uh, as, as we come into the time just before Jesus comes back. And listen, if you internalize emotional conflict and emotional pain, it can break your health. Don't do it. Don't do what my tooth did. That top tooth thought it was so tough, and you know it didn't break. The bottom one broke just a little tiny bit. But it saved the tooth, the top one. I'm so tough, that top, top tooth, so to speak, said, I can handle this. And you know what? It caused the pressure of that fall to go into the root of the tooth and kill it. And that's what emotional pain does. Don't keep emotional pain inside. Now, I have an antidote to that. And I'm going to get back into this the next uh, podcast because this is such an important thing for us to deal with. I take everything that bothers me emotionally and mentally to the Lord. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, don't worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your need in sincere and thankful prayer. I, I mean, listen, I, I, I take that seriously and I get on my face. And when something bothers me, I tell you, I pray it out, pray it through, so to speak. That as I say, God, here's how what happened. Here's what so-and-so said. This is what happened with this. This is how I was treated with this. This is how it made me feel. And I said, Lord, I, I place that in your hands and ask you to help me to deal with it. And then I purposely, when necessary, I forgive people. I let them off the hook inside of me. And I don't hold on to the anger, the aggravation, the upsetness, because that produces emotional conflict, or we call it emotional pain. And see, pain, will ha- that emotional pain can harm your health. So, you know, I have uh, all my life had to do this. Uh, you know, if you're a very precise person and you expect things to be done a certain way, and I'm certainly that way, it often doesn't happen that way. And, you know, you can do one of two things. You can hold a grudge, you can be upset and be aggravated when people don't follow through with doing things they promised or follow through in the various things of life. And you, if you internalize that stuff, listen, it'll break you down. You just can't do it. Uh, I've got this saying inside of me, what happens to me in life is not as important as what I choose to do with it. Again, what happens to me in life is not as important as what I choose to do with it. So, you know, I choose to forgive. I choose to cast my cares that I could worry about when things don't go my way on the Lord, and I ask Him to work it out, I ask Him to take care of it, and I consciously forgive people. I want to encourage you to do that. Um, this is this illustration when I broke that tooth. It's been ten years now. I actually still have, um, I actually still have the top tooth in my mouth. I, I didn't know that would work out that way. The dentist said, "Well, that we can remove the root and." Uh, because it's dead, and you need to have it removed. But uh, you can leave the tooth, and it shouldn't discolor. And it didn't. So I actually have a dead tooth in uh, the right side. Uh, that uh, uh, top, uh, uh, we called them eye teeth when I was a little boy. But nonetheless, um, it, it serves as an illustration to me. And and you know, I can uh, put my tongue behind that tooth, and I can feel where they took the root out because they sealed it back up. And 
You know, it's just a little bit of an abrasion on the back. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me to deal with emotional pain. It reminds me not to allow things to ruminate over and over inside of me when things don't go my way with worry and with relational things when people let me down or people don't perform the way I think they should have, et cetera, and I need to forgive. It reminds me of that. Friends, if you hold on to that stuff, it can definitely damage your health. Negative emotions, uh, not through with this subject. We'll talk about it some more, and we'll do that, that with the next podcast. Lord, I pray for me and all of us as we tool through life uh, in, in this time period when it looks like it's the time period just before Jesus returns. Help us to deal clearly and in a defined way with, um, with disappointments and with worry and with um, relational issues where people don't uh, perform the way that we thought they would or they said they would. Help us to love. Help us to forgive. Help us to cast our cares. Help us to let things go. And I just pray for any person listening that as I'm talking, they know they're dealing with issues on the inside and they're upset about certain things with a certain person. Lord, help them to forgive. Here's a person, here's a word of knowledge. You're, you're just so upset about your spouse divorcing you. You can't change that. You can't force a person's will and, and see, you, you got to be willing to let it go. My encouragement, take that to the Lord. Um, go to your pastor, your pastoral staff team, uh, trusted friends, somebody, and just talk it out and pray it out. For me, I get on my face. And I say, God, I am a quiet place. And, and uh, I, just, I just tell God the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, everything about something I'm facing. If you'll do that, It'll relieve the pressure that you feel in your life. It's another person you feel like you've been taken advantage of and uh, and nothing's going to make it right. Well, you know, life is unfair and people are not nice or, and people are not kind. Don't forget, there's a sin nature in the heart of man nobody talks about today. That Unless you know Jesus, that sin nature is self-centered. And that sin nature can cause people to do awful things to others. And, and sometimes we bear the brunt of that. You've got to be willing to let it go. And you know what? By grace and by faith, you, were able, you will be able to. I believe the Holy Spirit's going to minister to you. Get off by yourself and to let the Lord know that you choose to forgive and let that person go. And, um, and, and you know, he will help you. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this today. I'm looking forward to getting back into this the next time. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.